Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about identity theft, bookshelves, and we have part three of our interview with Emmanuel Asuka. Welcome to another episode of The Kindness Project. I am joined by a man who is slowly but surely, piece by piece, bit by bit, trying to steal my identity, and a girl who is... um, uh, I I aspire to identify with it's Charlotte Dames and the identity stealer Russell. Trying to be Chris. Dames. I totally disagree. What? I totally disagree. What do you disagree with? My my style is unique to me. <clears throat> Tell us about your style, Russ. It's similar to your style. Similar. Yeah. At every point, other than the fact that I'm wearing it. Um. <laughs> so you've copied. I mean, it never used to be your style, did it, Russ? No, Until no, recently, no. when suddenly it turned into my style. Uh, when did that argue, happen? Hold on, hold on. You could argue that you're such an inspiration to me that I, I just want to be more like you. That is very nice of you to say, Russ. I appreciate it. I wish I could pull off a beanie like Charlotte, though. Charlotte's beanie-wearing capabilities are amazing. Yeah, this is not a hot hairbrush. I just realised I've left my wardrobes open because you guys can see the <laughs> what I keep in my cupboards. Well, that's all right, because we'll copy your wardrobe next week as well. We'll all be wearing oversized tops and uh, beanies. There's a lot to be said about oversized tops, so they're very comfortable. They are. Oh, they right. are incredibly comfortable. Well, you know yeah. what? And, and it's clearly not something I'd wear in public, but for Christmas, what are they called? Are they called goodies, Charlotte? Are those big, huh? No. They're... What are those big jumpers with the hoods called? Schnoodies. Schnoodies, schnoodies, they're like... Um... Oh, yeah, I've seen them, schnoodies, yeah. Yeah, yeah very comfortable. Very, very oh, warm, very comfortable. Oh, really what we comfortable. call dressing gowns at home. Yeah, but but there are outdoor clothes and there are indoor clothes, aren't there? There are outdoor clothes that Russ sees what I'm wearing and then and then wears, and then indoors he wears his big caftan thing that he like that he feels comfortable with. That is, you can't see this uh, podcast, listeners, but I've got somebody behind me. Um, would you like to say hello to the podcast listeners, Dave? Hello, podcast listeners. Why did you do it in that voice? That did. Okay, fair enough. Um, Charlotte, tell us what you've been up to. Um, you know, uh, getting back into the swing of things with uni, reading a lot of the material that's uh, going to be on my courses. So I've got like a pile of like, well, actually, I, I organised them this weekend, so it's not a pile anymore. It's neatly put away. Um, I know. I reorganised all of my bookshelves. You live such an exciting student life, Charlotte. So good. Reorganising your bookshelves and... and uh, That's basically student life, though, isn't it? What, All really? You do is sit down and read books and go out and enjoy yourself. I don't really do the other part. You're not part, really though. doing that. Yeah. Are you going I find to, the enjoyment uh, in here with my books. Have you not found... No, you are allowed to go out every now and again, Charlotte. I'd like you to do that. No, the... I went out... Have you not found more social groups, Charlotte? Yeah, but you know, I'm not really a social person, am I? I've just. Fair enough. Yeah, like. I know. Right, tell us about the social groups you are part of. 
Um, you know, my... You're still going to quiz night? Still going to quiz night. Um, I've developed a little friend group in the English tutorials. Oh, nice. Um, Who's who in your English tutorial? No, because I'm not doing names. All right, okay. Public Keep podcast. your names to yourself, as these are the public podcasts. The podcast. Um, I made a friend in my journalism tutorial. Oh, you made um, a friend? Right. It was really, it was really interesting that the journalism tutorial because it was like here's all the things about creating news features and stuff like that, and then it was like here's what you do if someone threatens you when you publish an article. Have <laughs> <laughs> we ever been threatened on the podcast, Russ? No. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> what do you do if somebody threatens you when you publish yeah. an article? You, you tell yeah. your editor you republic and you publish it anyway because you've got to have integrity. Um, right. So if you. So if if some somebody's doing something wrong, and you're doing an investigative piece, mm. the idea is you don't they, and they threaten you. You go, okay, thank you for that threat. I want to tell my editor. And no, then you, you, publish say, you say anyway. whatever you have to say to get out of their immediate environment. Be like, yeah, I won't publish it. It's fine. I won't do it. And then you tell your editor, and they have a duty to protect you if you do publish it. So fair enough. Yeah. Who are you? Who's going to be your first target? Who, who, is, it, is it a badge of honour for journalism to get a threat or I what? So. I think so. Yeah, fair enough. Go on, Bryce, what was your question? I wonder how often that happens, that they get threatened. Oh, I don't know. Okay. No, probably not. They get threatened with lawsuits, mustn't they, and all that jazz all the time. Yeah, but if you're like... Special think... threats, I don't suppose that happens often. Can I ask you a question, Charlotte? Yeah. If somebody was trying to slowly, step by step, steal your own personal identity and brand, right? Um, first, starting with picking your brain, like you've been kind enough to share <laughs> share your intellectual capital, your knowledge. Um, you even paid him to to to. I'm uh, going back to nineteen nineties jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> And then suddenly he turns up one day in a really smart looking outfit. And you go, hmm, it looks good. He looks familiar, <laughs> but he looks good. Right? And when then I, suddenly. When I'm, when I'm down for the book launch, I'm going to come in one of them 90s t shirts. You know, I was here. Oh, you know what you should wear? You, you know what you should wear? Right, you should either right, wear. 1988 or something like that. Well, do you remember them T-shirts that you used to... I guess you'll know the name for them. I'll ask you in a minute. Do you remember those T-shirts where you... Um, they changed colour when you were applying oh, yeah. heat? I what were they that. called? They were like a prom- No, not a heat-changing shirt. They had a name, didn't they? Cassie, what was the name? <laughs> oh, they were amazing. They, they were like bright colours and then they changed... Yeah. Is it... Is it, oh, was it no, it wasn't wet, was it? I can't remember. You can get um, but... suits that change colour when you go into water in them. Really? Yeah. What are they called? I just keep getting ads for them recently, just on me. They do cups where when you fill it with hot water, it shows a different picture, don't they? You had one of them, didn't you? Yeah, and then I put it in the dishwasher. You don't do that. You don't do that. So what I want you to do, Russ... Reebok Classics, if you're going proper 90s, you need yeah. to get a pair of them. Um, Stonewash jeans. I'm going to go full hog. Feeder. Feeder. That's it. Feeder tracksuit. No. 
as a, you know what they did? We've just come back from a dance class that Sophie's attended to. Yeah. And um and uh they had a Michael Jackson song. Now knowing how much you of a Michael Jackson fan you were in the eighties and nineties, which you I were. Um, they had like basically they had the the song "Scream" that Michael Jackson did yeah, with I his sister Janet. Why don't you come to the book launch in fancy dress as Michael Jackson? I could do Prilla, couldn't I? Prilla, perfect. Prilla. Uh, <laughs> no, no, right, show her. There was a dance accompanying that. Yeah, can you do that dance again for us? I mean, the podcast <laughs> listen. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Hey Russ, unrelated question. Can I get a re- can I get the recording of this episode yeah. afterwards? Thank you. Oh, 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 well. Hold on, I'm recording of Chris rapping about Chris that I'm, well, I'm still not used yet. So, I'm following that up just in case it gets Larry one day. Right. <laughs> so I'm I'm having quite a lot of fun at the minute with um art visual intelligence. Right. That's right. And um, uh, I we've got we've like we've got a piece of software we've got access to that we can ask questions of and it gives us particular answers. Um uh Charlotte, are you checking your phone halfway through a podcast? Because it'd be really annoyed if you are. I'm not, I'm just like scribbling. My right, don't do that. Focus on the podcast recording, please. Who's writing down notes? <laughs> right now we're back on track and we're all three hosts are actually <laughs> engaged in the podcast process of recording the podcast let's do it so ai i decided to just give the ai a challenge and went can you write a rap about chris dames and it did and it did oh, no. it did <laughs> I did. I'll send you a copy of the video, Charlotte. No, no, that cannot be in, in the public domain at all. No, no, that public cannot domain, be... but, you know, public domain is a bit different than my personal files. Yeah, privately, we can share it between us. Can I trust you never to share it ever again? Can you make me that commitment right now? Pinky, um, which one is it? I don't remember. Wait, Pinky. who are you talking to now? Are you talking to Charlotte or are you talking Both to... Both of you. Yeah. So, so what I want is a stone ironclad commitment that both of you will never share this me really, rapping about me. This reminds me of the situation with Daddy and the Firestar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my uh, Charlotte's granddad and my dad, uh, as a seventy-four-year-old man, has some Firestar on karaoke, which is always multiple a bit times. Weird. Multiple times, you know, is it? You know what? It's turned into his party trick now. Yeah. The only I I need to make sure that he does it in public at least once. That would be. I mean, amazing. there's video footage of it, and then Sophie did a reenactment of it once as well. But yeah. just public domain. Um, it's just. Oh yeah, that, she somewhere. did a TikTok on it, didn't she? Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Russ, have we had show notes for today's? Um... Right, they're in your email. Oh, have we? But oh, you perfect. Know, I would. I was extremely busy today, and I was running a little late for recording, so I emailed them right before I logged on. Okay, Perfect. I've got the show Thank notes. We're, we're good to go. We've done the preamble chat where we talk about AI, my rap, 
Charlotte, uh, Riles will copy my um, my dress sense. Um, and what else have we got to talk about, Charlotte? Take me as a subject. Oh, um, I went to the shop today. Oh, right. What did you get? <laughs> it was just a general shop, you know, because I needed some bits and bobs. Did you get anything unusual in your shop? Well, you know, I had to stop back up on paprika. Um, paprika? That's not usually on the shop in there. I use a lot of paprika. It's probably my most used spice. Uh, or her. Smoked paprika or a normal paprika? Smoked, smoked paprika. Smoked. Yeah, it's my most, it's like one of the most used things in my cupboard. Um, I didn't realise we turned into the cooking channel. What's going on? <laughs> what do you use paprika in? Everything. Everything, Everything. Yeah. Just bang into paprika. paprika. Bit of cereal, paprika. Milkshake, paprika. If I'm making like sweet potato fries, I'm making chips, if I'm Ooh, making, yes. you know, you know, those, those, those you know tins of fries. A bit of all spice. Quite a bit of all spice. Sweet potato chips. Oh, very nice. Well. Um, but yeah, just like in my pasta with the sauce. Paprika. 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 <laughs> yeah, I've probably paprika, paprika at least once a day. Um, you have paprika. Have you got a paprika addiction that we need to know about? <laughs> Are you? I'm my Charlotte, and I'm a. My name's Charlotte, and I'm a paprika. No, because I've got like a paprika holic. Like, I've got a little group of, like, um, I don't want to say jars or jugs, but, you know, like, the ones that you get herbs, spices. Is it jars or jugs? I don't know. And I can just That's a dodgy quiz some... show waiting to happen, isn't it? Is jars it? or jars. Jars or drugs. Oh, not drugs. <laughs> is, it jars? is it jars or jugs? Yeah, but I just reach into the cupboard with my hand, like, fully open, scoop out these five different tins of stuff and then just selectively decide which ones I actually want to use. Do you ever mix a match? Do you ever put some all spires with some paprika? You know what I'm waiting for him to build near me? One of them shops where you go in and you take your own tubs. Yes. And just I like them shops. And just to fill up what you want the reef like refill shops. Yeah the you know what got... they're not they're not cheap. But they're very eco-efficient. They're they, really, really they good. They did talk about putting one in town, but they haven't done it yet. No. I mean, the speed of progress where you are, Russ, I mean, it'll be quick. I don't it'll think be, so. I know. Definitely super, within the next 20 years. We've got super fast broadband now. Have you? Yeah. Steve, powering the broadband, must be going super fast on his bike just outside your village. Steve has hired 20 friends from the village who <laughs> all lost their job. <laughs> oh, they're, oh, now, they are, now, they're now their job is to their, pedal. <laughs> yeah, their job is to pedal to make sure that broadband is super fast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Super fast pedaling broadband. And on that note, let's move on to the remainder of the show. Um, uh, would you like to talk about Mug of the Week? What is Mug of the Week this week, Charlotte? Uh, mug of the week this week. Oh, I don't know. My cover's really high. Um, right. Stand up. Right. Hi. You told me not to do it last time. Sit down. <laughs> Come back. Come back. We're in the middle of the podcast. What are you doing? You told me to. 
It'll be this lovely Starbucks number. Oh, you're going for Starbucks this week. Yeah, Mad got a week in Starbucks. That's great. Yeah. And what's the arc on charlottedames.com? I, I haven't read it on Thursday. I normally read it every week now. That's because it wasn't... It didn't go up on Thursday because the website crashed. Oh, no. It was like quarter to midnight and I was sitting there trying to get in and I couldn't get in. So oh, I just... Oh, no. Um, no, because that's happened before and it's just like, you just put it up at a later date because it, it'd be up by the next day. Yeah. So it went up on, I think it was either Friday or Saturday because it was either Friday... And what was the article about this week? Uh, Pop Culture Dragons. Pop culture dragons. Uh, and tell us a little bit about the pop culture dragons you talked about. Uh, the one from the never ending story. Yeah, the uh, dragon. The as, that... of, as of um, uh, Game of Thrones. Well, no, because see, I haven't watched the show, one. And two, I'm currently reading the first book. Right. So I don't want to spoil myself for it. Um, right. There's a good, good dragon in the Game of Thrones. What else? You know, I've seen. I've seen Never Ending Story. Uh, I need to read the books. Apparently, there's a book. Um, and the one from Lord of the Rings. Um, which any, never... any dragon? How about Puff the Magic Dragon? Puff the Magic Dragon haunted, he lives my, by child... Lucy. haunted my childhood with that one song. Um, and therefore, I shall never speak of him again. <laughs> How do you feel about Puff the Magic Dragon? Did it own your childhood, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's your... What's your favourite dragon, Russ? Chasing. Chasing the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just did say that. <laughs> he just did say that. So we've established yeah. on this podcast that Charlotte is a paprika addict and um <laughs> Russell likes chasing the dragon. Um this is again gone really strange. So let's move on to the kindness bit. You know, this, this podcast is around people doing good in the world. Um, oh, no. Uh, can I just talk about the book? Thank you for all the emails I've got about the book. Um, they're really appreciated. Thank you for everybody who spoke to me personally about how much they've enjoyed the book. Charlotte, the Gibraltar story is going down particularly well. The Gibraltar story? Yeah, you've heard about the Gibraltar story, I've you? heard a lot of stories about Gibraltar. Have you? What have you heard about Gibraltar? No, from when you were, from when you went. Yeah. So you uh, think it, the Gibraltar story is like, I don't know specifically which one? Uh, it wasn't the one about the monkeys. The one it was the one, we, the one, one, one about the hotel. Don't spoil it, because there's people who still haven't read the book who listen to the podcast. But apparently oh, the Gibraltar... The location? The location, the yeah. Gibraltar story is going down quite well. So thank you for doing that. We are, we have got some spare tickets left for the book launch. So if you'd like to come along and you're in the East London, uh, Essex area uh, in mid-Feb, you are more than welcome to come along and see us. We would love to see you um, and hope uh, to see many of you celebrate the launch of the book soon. Uh, if you'd like a copy of the book, we'll put all the Amazon links and all that sort of stuff on the show notes. Um, but we are hoping to raise bucket loads of money for St. Francis Art Space, which is an amazing charity we're really proud to support. So feel free to um, feel free to you know follow the links in the show notes and get all that stuff done. <laughs> 
Miss Noon. 14-year-old Alva girl supports hospital through kindness project. At 14-year-old years old, Kayla Leeper of Alva, Oakla, is giving hope not only to the patients and staff at Share Medical, but she's also a light for the entire town. Um, when she was just nine years old, Kayla got to experience the joy of giving. She started Kayla's Kindness Project, and now at 14, she does fundraisers to provide care packages to patients at the Share Medical Clinic in her hometown of Alba. The care bags contain hygiene projects, chalk and chalkboards, even back scratches and entertainment items like her very own Kindness Project colouring book and more. She even provides teddy bears for children being seen in the ER. With all of this, Leepa still wanted to do more. She also provided te televisions for her facility. She's provided eight televisions, also charging stations for cell phones, Regina Wilson with the Share Clinic said. There's still a few more rooms that I want to get TVs for, which I want to get for the coming up here, Leepa said. Kayla's mum, Terry Leeper, is extremely proud of her daughter and understands her role as a mother. I can provide my input, but she certainly is the one who is the driver of the programme. I'm just the driver of the car, Terry Leeper said. Amazing stuff. Um, my one is a small act of kindness at current Tower Manor's Cancer Institute makes a big difference in patients' lives. This is from Michigan in the US of A. A mid-Michigan woman is sharing her superpower with cancer patients at Caramanos Cancer Institute at McLaren Greater Lansing. She doesn't want her ident identity revealed and wants it to be known simply as the post-it note lady. For the last year, the post-it note lady has been going through cancer radiation and uh, walls and leaving positive notes all around the Cancer Institute. I have found out that it wasn't just helping me, it was helping others, a theme that we talk about quite a lot on the Kindness Project, um, uh, that being kind is good for our own mental health and therefore we should do it. Um, and so every day during my radiation, I was making them and it helped me through my surgery and the radiation. Oh, it's really interesting. I think having a positive outlook when you're unwell, and if there's any medical evidence for it, but it feels like that should help recovery. Mm. What do we think? I Because mean, hopefully a more positive perspective then... I, I think the you better know, you feel about yourself, the quicker you heal. Maybe, maybe. I mean, look, I mean, clearly, clearly there's... We've got no medical professionals on this call, um, but um, instinctively, I you know, there's there's a lot to be learned about the mind body connection. Well, there would have definitely been two if uh, if you had been a doctor, because I would have just copied you. It's, well, exactly. Well, if I, when I become a doctor, if I ever become a doctor, you're going to be that kind of no, it won't be that kind of doctor. It won't be a medical doctor. But when I become a doctor, if I become a doctor, are you just going to pretend you're a doctor? I'm, I'm just going to piggyback off your doctorate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's no need for you to do anything, Raz, because you just pinch right, it from me, Charlotte, wouldn't you? Charlotte's going to get a journalism degree. I'm practically going to be a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that, it's like a magpie, Charlotte. It's a, it's a magpie. Um, so anyway, I mean, anyway, he's got all these shiny ninja products sitting around his house. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a magpie. <laughs> well, he's only got about 12 sets of coffee cups on his Russ. Now, now, it's only eight. <laughs> Russ, 
with all those ninja products, are you an honorary ninja? And if we make pie in, can me and Charlotte become ninjas based on you being a ninja? Oh yeah, you can't you can't get with a ninja picture. The the ninja picture is that what you're going for as a prize? <laughs> right, okay. Back back to the post-it note lady. She said, "I found out it wasn't just helping me; it was helping others." And so every day during my radiation, I was making them the post-its, giving them to other people uh, with supportive messages, and it was helping me through my surgery. And then handing them out when no one was around made me feel good. She navigated the hospital with the help of nurse Katie Everson. The way she told it to me is, Katie, this isn't about me. This is about the cards. This is about the people I'm helping. Parents like Lisa White, who was undergoing radiation for breast cancer, cancer, felt inspired by the uplifting messages. The last week of radiation, I wanted to give up so badly uh, because it hurt. Wizzy said, and I just kept looking at those notes every time before I came in. I kept looking at those notes going, you know, five more days, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, it's almost over. When the post-it note lady finished her final treatment, she asked Kate if she could still visit the hospital to drop off notes and if Iverson would distribute them. Iverson agreed and nominated her as a good neighbour. The post-it note lady makes a good neighbour because she's just doing this out of the kindness of her heart. It's not something that takes a lot of time or effort, but it means so much to so many people. I love that idea, that just leaving somebody a anonymous post-it with a positive message um, and helping somebody out makes absolute sense to me. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good idea. Um, I think it's like, as long as you can guarantee someone's going to get it and it's not going to... It's something simple you can do to brighten up somebody else's day, isn't it? 100%. It don't don't cost nothing. You can put them anywhere. Mm. Yeah. And and the master of that, in terms of the guests we've spoken to, is Bernadette Russell. Bernadette Russell is an absolute genius. Uh, Small, tiny acts of kindness that make somebody else feel good. But we haven't got to use post-its. We've got to, you know, we've got the opportunity to say a kind word, give a smile, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely helps. Right, let's move on to the interview. We've got part three of our interview with uh, Emmanuel Asuko. Emmanuel's a great guy, known him for many years, doing loads at the minute in terms of empowering people with financial education and i want to share more of his story so let's listen to part three of the interview and it's interesting so i I talk i I talk about this you know because it hopefully shares like an element of of what um like sort of true financial independence could look like i took a month of the business this um this year so in july i went traveling with my daughter so We we took a took a month off and just travelled around Europe. Now we didn't stay in the best hotels. We got trains and 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 sort of boats everywhere. Actually, relatively, it wasn't a particularly expensive trip. Um, and that would have like I could have bought some more stuff. Yeah. But the memories we create through doing those experiences are, are are I think more valuable. I think we need to. I mean, it's interesting. You're right. I think the clarity of where we're going is really important. Yeah. Um. I 
what are your values? Share to me a little bit about what drives you. Um, my my biggest my biggest thing is my my, my kids, my wife and my kids. You know, uh, my family. Um, obviously, I always tell people when I was when I was working in the city at first, my wife was my mum. You know, being be, her being a dinner lady. You know, um, meant she ended up with a limp. Um, because standing up so long in the kitchen, um, she's now got had to have a knee replacement and so forth. And you know, being able to look after her, um, is one of my biggest achievements. You know, now you know I'm able to give her money on a monthly basis so that she can retire because she didn't have a great pension or anything like that. And those are the things that are re- really important to me. But I think also just about making change because yeah. I felt actually, you know, my parents they could have done a lot better if I existed then. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. if they had a me in their lives, a financial advisor like me in their lives back then, they could have so made better. decisions that they would, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I couldn't be there for them, but I'm gonna be there for the for, for others. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I get a joy like just actually for me, the biggest thing is legacy. I want to know when I'm gone that my son will say his name and people are like, oh, does that mean your dad was? Oh, he was amazing. My grandchildren being, do you know what I mean? And and it yeah. means something to be in a sucro, like because of all the things that we've done in this world and and the marks and the change and the effect. Le- and leaving a positive impact. Yeah, leaving because you know what? Impact. I always tell people like you can't help everybody, but you can help someone, and yeah, that's 100%. big for me. That's big if, for me. If 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 you're <laughs> if you're driven by that passion, I think you're right. You know, it's just you know, I, I get I get why people aren't, but why wouldn't you make the world a better place, right? Exactly. That's the that's reality of it. So so values are there, visions there, moving towards the goal, highlighting the fact that that shiny stuff yeah doesn't actually matter. doesn't do much for your life. Yeah. Experiences might and memories, yeah. building memories might stuff like that. What else? How about then, people who are uh, struggling with tough times in a minute? What can we do to help them? Then, then I think it's it's about looking at having a plan. I think the biggest the biggest thing you know if you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I think it's one of the yeah. biggest biggest mistakes you make. You don't have a plan, a plan for yourself, but also a plan for your money. Like you know, you go hard and you work hard for your money, but then you give it away so easily. You give it to your landlord, you give it to you know the the supermarket. You give you give your money to everyone else, but you don't give it to yourself. And actually, yeah. one of the biggest things for me is having a plan and saying I'm going to pay myself first. Actually, when I get paid, I'm going to make sure that before I pay everybody else. I give some of that pay to myself, and yeah. and that's and that's that's a big thing. So pay yourself people, first is yeah, a, just a principle first. that I, I I always have this debate with Cass because I the first thing that goes out of our business bank account is the pension contributions, and she goes, "Have we really got to pay that much?" I was like, "Yep." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're we're <laughs> that's part of the deal. Yeah, exactly. No, and I think it's important. It's so important that we understand that actually it's your money. Like you've worked hard for it, so make sure you. Can, and if you're struggling like now, for example, like now it's a hard time. Understand that this is a season. I think sometimes we we go through hard times and we we almost say that like, I've failed in life because I'm struggling. No, this is a season, and yeah. there, it's, there's ups and downs. So okay, now's a down, but yeah. it's okay. You know, you keep working, you do the right things. And that will come. It's, I mean? it's always a long game, isn't it? it and is. I think part of our job, like working with our clients, is just to remind them that it's a long game. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, 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 I feel I've done this on the podcast before, but um, when lockdown one that happened, I, I haven't told you this story, but I, I'm, I'm keen to. When lockdown one that happened, I um, closed the office, yeah. sent the team, like everybody was working from home, um, and I had two kids at home who were homeschooling. 
Yeah. And um, basically, for the first three months of lockdown, I spent the time on the phone to my clients going, um, one of my clients said, are you giving me the uh, Joey Tribbiani talk? Because I used to phone everybody and just go, how are you doing? Are you all right? Are you, is everything <laughs> yeah. okay? Um, so, yeah, that that was really good. But I got to the end of lockdown one, and it's interesting, and I'm sure you find this as well. Um, it's interesting what your kids pick up. Yeah. Like, just like from you being around and we've exactly. done like sort of hopefully i've shared a lot of my values with my kids through doing the podcasts and stuff like that but got to the end of lockdown one um uh, and they'd printed out this sheet and put it on the fridge yeah. and at the top it said uh dad bingo right i was like why what are you two doing like what have you been up to and what they've done is every time i repeat the phrase to a client that they'd heard they had a tally sheet and they tallied it off and said you've done it this amount of times and the phrase that i used the most was this too shall pass don't worry about what's happening today as you said, it's all about the seasons, making sure that we like, and, and we're not going to panic. We're not going to make any knee-jerk reactions. We're going to stick with the plan and make sure it's okay. Yeah. But actually, the a lot of the value we had as professionals is just reminding people of that, right? You know, yeah, just definitely. saying at the right time when when, when it when it's there. But yeah. it can feel tough, and and for a lot of people, it is going to be tough. But these will pass eventually. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's about, you know, I think we put a lot of energy in. If if we're watching, you know, Love Island or whatever, we're in. Like you watch Love yeah. Island, it finishes, you're on Twitter commenting about it. Then you're watching other people's comments about it. Then you're watching After Sun to see like all the bits that you, then you're seeing behind the scene. Like we but I'm like, with your finances, do you know how much it costs to be you? Not a clue. Yeah. They don't know yeah, what how much really and it's like point. actually let's put the same energy we put into these things that aren't about us, that are entertainment into actually us like what's your most expensive direct debit what's your cheapest direct debit when's the last time you went for your direct debits to see what you're actually paying how much does it cost to live your life on a monthly basis do you have that amount in in three or three or six times in an account these are yeah. questions i asked and then i've never thought about this I've yeah. ne- and it's yeah. like but if we were talking about you know i'm a celebrity you watch that you you're voting this, you're calling. this is the big thing this is the big thing the focus we we put on distracting ourselves compared to the folks we put on government well, if this is sorted distract yourself all you want you know exactly. like just live the life the way you want it but actually get that in control and it makes everything else a lot easier right exactly it's like i mean it's like i you know i, I go to i have i've quite we all have clients though like they buy this house and it's like yeah i'm redoing the house and it's like look can't, you've got to come to the bathroom. The bath, the rest of the house is an absolute state. <laughs> but all they're going to tell you about is the bathroom. And it's like, this is what people do. They talk yeah. about the one good thing they are good with money at. Oh, yeah, I've, I'm good at saving. Or, or But what about the rest? Like, you're missing payments. You, you've got late payments here and then your credit's atrocious. Like, do you know, it's like, yeah. actually, we've got to look at that. And that's what we do. That's Big why picture. people should have a financial yeah. advisor. It's because we look at the bigger picture. We're not going to focus on... Because people are like, oh, I want an ISO. No, you you can't tell me you want an ISO. It's like going to a doctor and saying, I want this specific medication. You wouldn't yeah. do it. You're like, no. doctor, I'm sick. Tell me what I need. And the doctor's going to find about you. And it's exactly the same thing with us. 
And you know, you know what's interesting about that? It's that I, I've said to clients quite a lot because naturally I'm an optimist, right? I think everything's yes. going to work out fine. Sometimes, and I've had to like teach myself to do that. I've yes. got to be a professional pessimist and go, look, we will look at the good stuff. We will yes. look at getting you to a point where we achieve the plan and we will get there because we've got a cash flow to, to help yes. you work out how to achieve those goals. Um, uh, but let's be realistic about this instead of pretending that these issues don't occur. Um, and um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Now we've we've talked a lot about legacy, right? Yeah. We've talked a lot about legacy, and I certainly I've thought about this quite a lot over the past you know a few years as well. Um, I'm going to get a bit morbid. We're dying tomorrow. Yeah. What do we, what, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy to be, uh, for me, it just has to be um, of just bringing love and light to the world. Like actually, you know, actually, my legacy is my kids, and 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 what I, I hope that what they've been able to see, they carry on. So they they see how selfless I am. You know, a lot of the time, people what people don't realize is I'm here helping the world. Sometimes I'm not there for my kids, and yeah. it's like having that conversation. And I have I. I personally, a lot of people, again, I don't have this hierarchy. I grew up in a Nigerian household. Parents know best and kids know nothing. And I don't believe in that at all. That's something I, I scrapped. I hold myself accountable. So if I haven't been around, I will sit down with my and I will apologise. I will apologise yeah. and I will ask them, how does it make you feel? I apologise for that. But can you under, this is what I'm doing. And when yeah. my, and you know what makes me so happy is that sometimes I'll go into my kids' room and you, you know that they're watching like some of the stuff that I've done on TV. They yeah. could be watching anything. They could be watching their phones or whatever, but they're watching. And 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 the way that they are, the things that they've learned just from watching me on TV and the fact that now they feel like that is normal. When when yeah. I grew up, there weren't that many black people on TV. Yeah, For them yeah, to feel you, like this you. is something that's possible. My and your dad as well. Seeing your dad do it. It's your dad, like, you know what I mean? So like, I just hope that my legacy is that they carry on understanding that there's more than themselves. Like, actually be kind to others. Like, you know, like now, for example, we've got, where we live, we've got our, a lot of our neighbours are quite elderly. And so, and, and, and they've had their partners have passed away, unfortunately. So they're, they're on their own. So when, when we do Christmas, like, you know, I, we go and buy gifts for our neighbours and yeah. I get my kids to go and give it to them. And and if the joy and, and my neighbours, obviously, they don't give us anything back. And my kids are always, my kids are so happy to give that actually we they understand. I'm like, how do you feel? That's the gift they're giving back to you. Exactly. It's the gift of actually, exactly. you've helped exactly. someone, you've made someone feel special, you've made someone, that's a gift in itself. It doesn't have to be a physical gift that they give back to you. But you know what? I've, I've written in the book that um, actually doing this good stuff in its way is is selfish because we yeah. feel better for, sure, for doing it and 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 i can never understand that and again that in part comes from you know the, the upbringing we've had in exactly. terms of going well look we all we, surely you would help each other out <laughs> because that's the right thing to do um but it's it's interesting and, and i think the balance that i'm trying to get with with my girls and and everything is you know yes have a clear financial plan, yes, achieve those goals, do all that sort of yeah. stuff, but don't lose who you are and those really Ever. positive values Ever. that Ever. actually actually come with you. Um, and it, it's it's amazing. Um, I've really loved this. I've oh, really, really enjoyed thanks. this. And thank you for your time and, and company this morning. Where can uh, people find out a bit more about you? Yeah, so me, um, Emmanuel Sukoso, 
Emmanuel Asuko, A-S-U-Q-U-O.com is the website. Um, obviously, we've got the book. So if you type in Emmanuel Asuko into Amazon, you, you'll be able to see the see the book there and you can you can get your, your copy of, of the book. Um, it's, it's available on pre-order now. It's going to be released in February. So that's that, that that's amazing. That's got to be exciting, right? No, it's exciting, you know, to actually be published, you know, to actually have a, like a, a lot of people I know that have books, they've had to self-publish and that's great. But to actually have a publisher say, listen, we love what you're doing. We love your thoughts and your your way you do it. We want to pay you to write a book. When I come from having, you know, four GCSEs to someone to say, we're going to pay you to write a book. I've never been quite comfortable in writing. I've always been more of a talker. So it's been a great journey for me in itself. And, and you know, for to be able to get this message out to as many people as possible, it's a very proud moment. But yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm I'm here I'm available on social media I, the e-man effect on social media but again if you type in Emmanuel Suko into into LinkedIn or um, Instagram or Twitter I'll come up so yeah just I'm, I'm everywhere really fab thank you for your time today and uh, I'm sure our audience is going to love this conversation thank you thank you so much thank you for the work you're doing thank you for doing this because I know how hard it is to do a podcast and be consistent so I appreciate it even more because you know it's funny how you you know you actually I feel like I'm very closed in who I try to attract around me um and people I actually allow to listen to what they have to say um I'm very focused into my yeah. core values like I have yeah. my values I don't I don't know a lot about pop culture and all of that type of stuff yeah. and it's funny how like I've always admired you and always liked you as a as a person that I've seen online and yeah. to actually hear your story and understand how similar our stories are it's interesting it's isn't it? but that but you're you're right I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody who funny enough it was a it was a a, a woman uh so early 40s went to one of these I'm going to stop recording now yeah. gonna let me because 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 Russ doesn't need to hear this I mean I, I don't mind telling him the story so that's part three that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. And on that note, Charlotte? Here's the end of another podcast, but the end is never truly the end because the end is always the beginning of something entirely new. And um, that is Joke of the Week. <gasps> You're letting me do Joke of the Week? I'm letting you, you know, do Joke of the Week. I'm thinking of bringing back the question in the podcast. Are you bringing back the question of the podcast, Russ? I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it. To see Let's bring it back, Russ, because I like the question of the podcast. see if we get any more traction now we're sort of out in the new year. Perfect. Let's do a question of the podcast. But for now, we're doing Joke of the Week. So your Joke of the Week, Charlotte, is? Don't use beef stew as a computer password. It's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, to judge them off. That was so bad it made me itch. <laughs> On that note, this hey, if you're itching, maybe you should like have a shower. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, <laughs> the joke made me itch, Charlotte. Not some sort of skin condition. <laughs> On that note, have a lovely day, have a lovely week, and we'll see you on the Kindness Project soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.